we we went through a branding change. We became SpliceNet Legal Tech instead of just SpliceNet. And we've continued with that on and on and on. But the website really wasn't just it. It was, you know what, stop messing around and trying to market to everybody. Market only to law firms. All of, your, all of our marketing materials became vertical. Grab a cup of coffee, a notepad, and a pen. Coffee's for closers only. It's time to talk marketing. Stick around, pal. I still got a lot to teach you. Each week, we bring you some of the best marketing conversations with entrepreneurs who are outthinking, outperforming, and out-earning their competition. Show me the money! No frills, no fluff. And now your host, Jonathan Taylor. All right, welcome back to the show this week. I'm Jonathan Taylor here talking marketing and uh, really giving a really good example this week on what it means to really hone in on a vertical niche. You know, I mentioned in the past, uh, one of my favorite books is uh, The Blue Ocean Strategy. I, I recommend if you haven't picked up a copy of that, that you should, uh, because it really built, it it's really is based on you know, if you have a business, you really need to be uh, looking at ways that you can really hone in on a niche market and really dominate that. Competition is fierce, and so you've got to find you've got to find places where your competition isn't at. You know, and for example, I talk about, or I've mentioned in past podcasts about our decision uh, years back to in our marketing business to. Uh, focus in on the veterinarian industry. We, uh, from doing some research, we found that that was a great business to, or a great target industry to go after based on uh, advertising dollars being spent. And so we, you know, focused in on a marketing website to, specifically to veterinarians. We published a book back in 2011, the official uh, veterinary marketing guide. And that led to all kinds of opportunities outside of just getting veterinarian clients, but also getting invited to do keynote speaking at events within their industry. So this is really um, an important step in, in any business is really uh, focusing in on a vertical market that you can target. And uh, we're going to be talking today with Jim Gast. He is the president of SpliceNet, and they are a Cincinnati-based technology consulting firm that specializes in small, mid-sized businesses and law firms. And we're going to be talking uh, just as a case study. Uh, Jim's going to be sharing about some of the things that they've done, really positioning themselves and really becoming uh, an advocate for the legal uh, industry for for uh, for law firms and really becoming an apostle to them. Hey, Jim, thanks for joining me on the show. I think this is going to be a really good, uh, really good case study today and a lesson about what you guys have done. Thanks, Jonathan. I really appreciate the opportunity. You know, I, I was reading the uh, query when you first, uh, when you replied, and, and it really hit me because it reminded me of a, um, uh, of a book that I read years back by uh, Tom Stanley. The, uh, he authored The uh, Millionaire Next Door, but he, uh, he had one on, uh, called Networking with Millionaires, and it really it was a story of a financial planner, and he became, he really found that he had a lot of different clients from different sectors. I mean, he had, he had people within all of these different industries 
And he was challenged with, I really need to become an advocate for an industry and decided to go into, of all things, a food service industry, which, you know, he had a few clients from that industry and really decided just to hone in on that market and really become an advocate, uh, <laughs> write in their trade journals, go to their trade shows, really just show up and, and be on the radar in that industry. And it looks like that's what you guys have done in your business. And we're going to be kind of be talking about that. But before we get into the nuts and bolts of what you guys have done, why don't you uh, share a little bit about your background and a little bit about your business and what you guys do? Sure. So, so what I'd say, Jonathan, is honestly, we're at our core, we're a run-of-the-mill IT consulting company. I mean, we provide help desk services, knock services, um, server monitoring and management, backup, firewall services, security service, cybersecurity services, and so on and so forth. But what we've really done over the last few years is focus in on law firms. Now, I wouldn't say that we haven't been serving law firms. We've had a lot of law firm customers over the last 20 years. But just over the last four years, we've really been honing directly into law firm technology. Um, we also, over the years, have been, been – um, consultants for law firm applications, anywhere from billing and, and accounting applications, document management, mm -hmm. and practice management applications. So that's really what started us off in law firms. So you guys have been in business, you say, for about 20, 20 years, a little over 20 years oh, now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've, we've been different companies under the one company over the last 20 years, but we've really found our place very well over the last five years. So what was kind of the uh, the thing where you say you had you've you've worked with i mean it's nothing new that you've worked with within the legal uh industry uh but it seems like you know 4 years ago you said you really began targeting that as a kind of a niche market um where you can serve and really become uh kind of stand out and really be an apostle for what kind of led you into that making that decision just to really become an advocate for that market well, it was an epiphany, actually, a very, very important mentor of mine. You may have heard of her. Many of your listeners may have heard of her as well. Robin Robbins um, is a friend of mine, and yeah. we're, we're part, of her, part of her group. She's fantastic. And uh, from the day I met her and told her about what we do, she said, look, she said, you're foolish. You need to get vertical 100% and stop, stop messing around. <laughs> so the, the history of our company is that – I started consulting. I'm a former chemist, and I said, you know, I love, I love being a chemist. It's great. I, I love the business of uh, chemistry, if you will. Right. And I had a great time, but I was stuck to an eight-to-five job. So yes. what I did back then is I started doing computer consulting on the mm -hmm. side for friends and families and their businesses. Mm -hmm. Somebody referred me to a law firm and said, hey, you know, we've got this, this program. Could you look at it for us? Sure enough, it happened to be one of the programs that I used for my own consulting business. It was a time tracking application. It just so happened to be the most popular time tracking application for law firms in the country at the time. I mean, this is a long time ago, right? And I love this little program. And it really made me aware that, hey, law firms need application help. They're not sure. computer guys. They don't get it. Back then, if you knew one thing about computers, you knew everything. So I got certified on this little program and went to town on it. And that led to other applications for law firms and right. became you know, six or seven certifications under my belt. So that's kind of how we got into law firms. 
fast forward 10 years and I met my current, one of my current business partners, Dave Myers, who's an attorney ah. and the way I met, yeah, exactly. Now you're seeing the picture. So what <laughs> happened and we, we'd serve in law firms for a long time. Dave Myers called me in and said, Hey, we, I didn't know him at the time, but Hey, we're looking for a legal application. Can you guys put this in? Sure. Put it in for him. Six months later, he calls me up and says, look, I love being an attorney. Don't get me wrong. He said, it's awesome, but I love technology too. I would love to come consult with you as an attorney and you're focusing on law firms. So that's a great fit, right? So, so now 10 years I've been focusing on law firm consulting. Dave is an attorney, right? Fast forward another five years forward, meet Robin Robbins and told her our picture. And she said, dude, your website says general business. It really doesn't say much about law firms. Right. None of your, none of your marketing materials say anything about law firms. You got to get vertical. Mm -hmm. So that's what's happened. Yeah. So walk us through what were some of the steps? Obviously the website um, that uh, she mentioned, what were some other ways that you guys kind of got in the position of, or, actually got into positioning yourself as uh, some a company that really did serve the law profession. You bet. You bet. So, yeah, you're right. It just wasn't the website. I mean, the website was just kind of the start of it, right? Um, it, it became, we, we went through a branding change. We became SpliceNet Legal Tech instead of just SpliceNet. Mm-hmm. And we've continued with that on and on and on. But the website really wasn't just it. It was, you know what, stop messing around and trying to market to everybody. Right. Market only to law firms. All of your, all of our marketing materials became vertical. You know, it took a long time. It wasn't like you snapped your finger and it happens overnight. It's still ongoing. Right. So we catered all of our marketing materials to law firms. Yeah. We started getting in front of legal in, legal associations like bar associations and the uh, Greater Cincinnati um, um, uh, Association of Legal Administrators and Cincinnati Paralegals. People we had had relationships with prior because they knew us because we did so much and we talked to them and we maybe were ad or something like that. Mm-hmm. Now. Since we started gearing ourselves towards just serving that community, which is really what it became as a community to us, they started asking us, hey, would you like to speak? Would you write an article? Would you do this? Would you do that? And now we've become mini celebrities, if you will. And I don't want to take that to an extreme. I mean, sure. celebrity is not exactly what I would consider. But we became really well known. Yeah. And now they're asking us to do a whole bunch of other things. So it's a process. Now, here's the thing that so many entrepreneurs and small business owners, when you start ta- when we start talking about getting vertical, they get fearful because uh, in their mind, they are cornering themselves and they are really shutting themselves off from the rest of the world. I mean, this is the way they feel is like, oh, yeah. you know, I'm never going to be able to make a, a, a living if I'm only serving this particular market. Um, but you're, I think what you're saying is you're going after a market. That doesn't mean you're excluding, uh, other businesses that come to you and say, you know what, we're interested in your service. You don't turn them away and say, sorry, we only serve the, the legal field. Um, never, never, <laughs> but it's just, you're a, so right. it, it's a positioning. And so, you know, you don't have to shut the door on other markets, but you really do need to go after a market. And I think that's where people kind of get a little confused and mixed up there. Uh, and a little fearful. Yeah. I mean, you gotta look at it and say, okay, what's my story, right? Yeah. So you're right. We don't close the door on other businesses. 
As a matter of fact, probably 20% of our business comes from non-legal. Sure. And, and I love it, right? They're great people. Um, but when you sit down with somebody across from the table or you walk in the door and they've met you and hand them their your business card and it says SpliceNet Legal Tech on it versus just SpliceNet, you want to explain yourself. Right. You should explain yourself. Right. And here's exactly what I tell them. Say, look, I just want you to know, don't worry about the fact that it says legal tech on our card. Mm-hmm. We service many other businesses outside of legal. But the fact of the matter is it's a piece of marketing material. So if I'm going to spend my money on marketing, this is an easy, low-hanging fruit for us to spend our marketing on. I service all businesses. Yeah. And they're like, oh, and here's what we get a lot of times. Well, that's exactly why we called you, because you take care of law firms. We figure if you can take care of a law firm, you certainly could take care of our, you know, our our, our, our engineering company. Very good point, because uh, I think people are impressed by that. If you can take care of this particular, you know, a law firm out there with, uh, uh, you know, several associates and and uh, partners, then you know you're, you know, you can take care of my company. You know, if they, if they trust you, you enough to hire you uh, to take care of their needs, uh, why I'd be crazy not to. Um, you know, I'd not to trust you for, for our business, which may be smaller or about the same size. So you bet it, it, it hasn't been an impediment at all. And you may think people are coming to your website and leaving your website because you say legal. And I would ask you how many people are calling you from your website and how do you know? Right. If you can actually give me metrics to say, I've gotten 25 calls this month from my website then we can talk, right? You can say, hey, maybe maybe it's not a good idea. Maybe just put another message on your website as well as your vertical focus, okay? So, you know, if you can actually prove it, a lot of people can't prove it. Yeah, that's right. A lot of people just have a, they just have a quote unquote feeling. Yeah. Well, I feel <laughs> like I would lose more business. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, I, could, I, I could actually prove to you, you know, at the time that, well, we're not getting that much from our website. We're not even driving people to our website very well at the time. Right. So at least now I can hone in on a particular market and drive that market to my website. And, and what here's what I found, and I don't know if this applies <laughs> To your business, uh, but I have found that the more vertical you get, the prices uh, are valued. I mean, the value that you offer goes up. So your prices can be a little bit higher when you serve a uh, a vertical need. So if I'm a, to me, if I'm an attorney, I'll pay more. And this, I don't know if this is true. This, I'm, I'm guessing this is probably true. But if I'm an attorney, I'm I'm willing to pay more for somebody that specializes in the legal industry, as opposed to somebody that's just uh, X Y Z company that services. Uh, you know, they're an IT company and they service a little bit of everybody. I'm going to pay more for you because I know you've got the experience that that you work in the legal field and you know our problems, you know our situations, you know some of our our biggest frustrations and headaches. And, uh, and so I'm going to pay a little more. Well, you know, I don't want to talk too much about what we charge, but here, I'll give, an anal- <laughs> I'll give you an analogy. How's that? Yeah, okay? Okay, yeah, that's good. You're, that's you're, good. You don't have to get into specifics. Uh, here's what I'm going to say. You're right. Okay. I'll, I'll say you're right. But here's a perfect analogy for you. I'm going to give you two. Mm-hmm. One, a doctor. Who do you think makes more money? Your primary care physician, general physician, who is very important to the medical industry, let's not kid ourselves, absolutely important, or do you think a brain surgeon makes more money? Yep. Exactly. The guy, the brain surgeon, makes so much more money and is more coveted because there's less of them. Right. 
and yeah. they also specialize very specifically mm-hmm. on a on a particular thing. Here's another one. Okay, here's another really good example. So you think to yourself, brain surgeon versus primary care care physician. Yeah, that's a mecha- that's that's really that's that's a guy that works on people, right? Highly educated people, right? Right. Take your mechanic for example. Mm-hmm. Your mechanic. What kind of car do you drive, Jonathan? Just model. I drive a Ford F one fifty. Truck. Oh, truck man. Yeah, oh, yeah. I love, I love trucks. Is it, a diesel? is it a diesel, Jonathan? No. It's, okay. Okay, cool. It's just a well, V8. Let me ask you a question. You know, so, so you've got a mechanic that you can work on every car, right? And he's mm-hmm. going to charge one rate. Yep. But there's a Ford certified guy that you're paying more for to work on your specific truck. Now, take that a step further. And what if, it's a, what if it is a diesel and a guy that just works on diesels? Right. Okay. Right. You can see, even in that analogy, you know, and, and again, mechanics today are highly educated too. They just take a different kind of education, yeah. right? But the value still, the value proposition versus somebody that does every kind of car, work on a Toyota, work on a, work on a Honda, work on a car, work on a truck, oh heck, I'll work on a motorcycle, yep. versus the guy that works specifically on Ford. And if you've got a diesel, I work specifically on Ford diesels. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it, it works. It's, you're right. And, and the same with anybody that drives an import, you know, uh, they want to deal with somebody that deals with imports, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, a foreign car, you know, that specializes in, in a car like that. So you got, let's, let's just put it this way. Even if you're not paying them more, yeah. I drive a, I drive a Buick Enclave. Mm-hmm. I love my car. Right. Yep. Okay. But my mechanic is not just a generalist. He is a GM certified guy right. does it on the side right. okay but he's gm certified I, I just wouldn't go to just anybody yeah yeah you're I absolutely right from, i get better deals from him anyway from most people but it but i wouldn't go to just anybody even if it was less mm-hmm. money yeah now you walked yeah. us you walked us briefly through the you know obviously tailoring your message what are some, I mean, just some lessons from people listening, some ways that they can, you know, based off of your experience, some ways that they can uh, get introduced to an industry. If they've never been a part of uh, a specific industry or a, or a trade group, what are some ways that they can become, start targeting that and really kind of, I guess, bring themselves to the forefront within that particular niche or industry? I think that's a million dollar question, really. Um, so we're a tech company, right? We, do, we talk to a bunch of other tech companies and, and yeah. they have the same challenges. I'm, I'm sure you're dealing with all kinds of companies, right? Yeah. So you're not just dealing with tech companies. So how do you get vertical? Yeah. You know, how do you get niched? Well, for us, it, it was luck, right? You know, I'm working on a program. Somebody asked me to, I happen to be at a law firm and I work on a program that I got something in common with, right? right? So I use it. Yep. So that just, maybe that's luck. I don't know. Maybe you could look at your business and say, I'm a CPA, okay? Yeah. And I, I happen to know a lot about landscaping, yep. right? So if you yourself have a fantastic green thumb, have the most luscious lawn that anybody can ever see, mind you, I don't, okay? <laughs> but if you did, maybe you could relate to landscapers and sure. landscaping companies and go out and say, you know, hey, look, you know, I don't know nearly what you do, but I love landscaping. Mm-hmm. I'd love to I'd love to start talking landscaping and learning a whole lot more about landscaping and becoming CPA for landscapers and helping them grow their businesses because that's a passion for me. Right. That's an example, right? Yeah. You know, 
I mean, it's just you gotta you gotta have something inside you yeah. that makes sense. Now, Dave, the guy the guy that came on with me, my partner, Dave Myers, um, he was an attorney. It made sense, right? You know, and and we've we've played that angle too. Eventually, Absolutely. hey, look, I happen to know a CPA that actually owns a landscaping company. Right. <laughs> it kind of worked out really well. Hey, we own a landscape. We get what you're doing. We're not competitive with you. We want to. You know, find other ways to 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 service to to to, to service landscaping companies, right? Yep. I think you've just got to find it. You could look at your customer base. That's another way. You know what? Here's some commonalities. We do professional services across the board. There's engineers, there's architects, there's lawyers, there's CPAs. Maybe it's not necessarily a strict vertical, but maybe it's more of a general vertical like professional services. Sure. Or maybe we've got 10 manufacturing companies that we, you know, that we're, we're maybe we're carpet cleaners or maybe we're, 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 we're uh, you know, something along those lines. You know, we've got 10 of those. Maybe yeah. maybe that makes sense. Let's focus on manufacturing because you know what? Now that I think about it, that one manufacturing company, their carpets get really dirty all the time and we happen to know some special socks to actually get them cleaner. You know? Yeah. It could be something like that, Absolutely. right? It, it, it's just it's just you kind of got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that you've got to do more than anything else is understand that group. Yeah. Where do they go? Who do they talk to? What are they paying attention to mm-hmm. in your particular I- industry, in your particular product that you're selling, not necessarily their industry? Right? And understanding their challenges. I mean, every industry oh, yeah. has its own headaches and challenges. What What are they dealing with? That um, yeah. you know, what are some of the topics that are that are at hand that they're you know dealing with that are industry wide? And uh, having a good knowledge of that, you know, reading the stuff that they read within that industry, I think yeah. is always a good thing. Yeah. When I was a kid, I was a carpet cleaner, actually. It's kind of funny. I brought that up, but I was a carpet cleaner <laughs> wow. when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's kind of, I, I, hey, look, it was fun. It was, you're a kid, you know, what the heck? Sure. You got nothing to do. You got to make some money somewhere. Exactly. But I found that now that I think about it, I really never thought about it until now, but I found that I was going to a bunch of restaurants. Ah. Restaurant carpet mm-hmm. gets really dirty, and oh, they sure. got to do it after hours when they when they have to do it. So you know, they plus they got to have the chairs taken up, chairs put down, you know, so on and so on and so on. There's so many unique things about them that I realize now today that I was cleaning more restaurants than anything else. Yeah, when I was a kid, and I think it was because that my boss back then knew I knew how to deal with restaurants. Yeah, back then. Yep. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you said something important earlier. Sometimes it's just simply taking a look at your, uh, taking the time out, looking at your current customer list and starting to evaluate, you know, if you're in B2B, you know, if you're a B2B business, look at who's, you know, what is the biggest industry in your list of customers? You know, if there's an overwhelmingly amount, if, if there's an overwhelming amount of customers that are in this particular business, that's a good identifier that, you know, hey, maybe you should start uh, really doing some more target marketing within that industry or group. You bet. You know, you could be a B2C also, man, and, and go vertical. Yeah, absolutely. Well, state, I mean, just as a, as a silly example, maybe not a silly example, but there's stay-at-home moms everywhere that need help with X, Y, and Z. Sure. That's see right there but you help you could target stay-at-home moms mm-hmm. hey we come in and we'll do the laundry just for just for stay-at-home moms is who we market to right we get that moms have so much to do with their kids and soccer and yep. you know groceries and you know what we just do laundry for stay-at-home moms 
I know it's a, a it's kind of a far fetched idea, maybe, but it's still nevertheless well, an markets, example yeah. of how you could get B to C. It's a fantastic. Yeah, it's a great example. I think it's a great example because uh, there are market. I mean, you think about pet owners. I mean, you could go on and on and on. You know, it's just. I mean, there's so many uh, niche markets, but I really love this example as it applies to the. Um, you know, targeting other businesses and really other industries and really uh, just becoming an advocate there. Uh, Jim, man, it's been fun. I appreciate you coming on today and sharing. Tell us a little bit about how people can find out more about your business, your company at uh, SpliceNet Legal Tech. And um, tell us a little bit about some of the services and where they can find your site and how they can get in touch with you. Sure. So SpliceNet's based out of Cincinnati. We serve businesses, specifically law firms, and as we've talked about, other businesses, too, we won't walk away from. Uh, within, right. the, uh, I would say, maybe a four-state region, Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana, and Tennessee. Um, we're actually talking about opening up a Nashville location pretty soon, so that oh, might great. be interesting for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're real excited about that. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Time will tell on that one. Sure. Um, but we serve small businesses anywhere from 10 10 employees all the way up to 100 employees. What what we do is outsource help desk, outsource server monitoring, cybersecurity, backup services, so on and so forth. Um, and one of the things, if you want to find more information about us, you can go to www.splice.net. Um, we also run a blog site specifically for law firms, and you can find that at www.legaltech180.com. So that's legaltech180.com. And, um, and then, of course, you know, my number is... I can give that out to you if you want to. If yeah. you want, Jonathan, I Absolutely. give out my number. So yeah. you can reach me directly. If you've got any questions about going vertical, happy to answer those questions. You know, I've, I've been mentored by somebody, and it's my goal to help mentor others, too. So my number is 513-252-0212. Absolutely. Well, this has been a uh, this has been a fantastic uh, time to. Uh, I appreciate you sharing today, and I think a lot of our listeners are going to really pick up on some uh, strong takeaways on how they can kind of position themselves. And uh, Jim, I really appreciate you sh- taking the time to share. We'll have this uh, interview up here within a few days with links back to your website, how people can find out more about your business. And uh, again, I really uh, thank you for the time today. Hey, you know what? I really appreciate it. I'd like to just give one last piece of advice. Yeah, yeah, please do. I think it's really important if you're going to get vertical, you got to own up to it. Yeah. You got to believe it. Yeah. If you don't, if you're wishy-washy, it won't work. You're all in or nothing. That is that's an really excellent, the key to success. That's an excellent point. I'm glad you brought that up because it's one thing to say, you know what? I'm going to target this market and really just kind of work on the, uh, you know, on the edges there, just kind of, you know, tailor your marketing and tailor your message a little bit and change a few words around in your, your marketing materials to reflect that. But that doesn't do it. You've got to, you've got to change who you are and really under have a strong understanding at the core of that market and really jump in, you know, both feet ahead of you <laughs> jump all in i mean you got to jump in right. in the pond and uh and get in with the business and have a good understanding about what they do it's your guiding light it's your guiding light i could go to any one of the guys that work for me and i'd say what do we do yeah. and they would say we service law firms right and say what we do with it yeah so it's got to be your guiding light 
Man, that is fantastic. Excellent takeaway. Jim, thanks so much for joining me today and um, looking forward to getting this out next week. Hope you have a great weekend ahead and uh, look forward to uh, staying in touch with you and hoping maybe uh, love to have you back on and uh, follow up on your success. I'd welcome the opportunity. Thanks to you, Jonathan.